Hello ladies, come on in, it's the church lady. And this morning, it's going to be hot this morning. So come on in, sit down, get a good seat, get a good seat up front, close to the fire. Pour yourself a coffee, go over there and get yourself some coffee, okay? Get yourself some coffee, then come on. <clears throat> and sit up close to the fire. It's going to be good. We're going to talk about exposing the spirit of mind control. So get your coffee, sit down, and hear what the church lady has to say. We gonna go first. You know, I, I hope you got your, your your Bible with you this morning, um, or on your phone. So let's go real quick. Let's go over to Second Corinthians, chapter three. Verses 13 and 14. All right? You're going to go with me, right? That's Second Corinthians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. I'm going to wait a minute. For those of y'all who have your body, Bibles, and you need a minute to find it. And this morning, we're going to read from the New International Version. Is that all right with you? As 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Verse 13 and verse 14. We are not like Moses who put a veil over his face to prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what was passing away. But their minds, come on, somebody say it with me. But their minds were made dull. For to this day, what day? To this day, the same veil remains when the old covenant is read. It has not been removed because only in Christ. Is it taken away? That's a word. That's a word for today. We are not like Moses who put a veil over his face so the people of Israel couldn't see that 
the glory was fading away. The anointed. But the people's minds were hardened. And even to this day, talking about right now, today. Whenever the old covenant is being read, a veil covers their minds so they cannot understand the truth. And this veil can be removed only by believing in Christ. You know, in today's time, there, there are so many drugs that's out there. My husband was making mention of this, and he was saying how he remembers when Angel Dust came out, Lovely, that came out. Then next thing you know, Crack came out. Then next thing you know, amphetamines, they came out, uh, 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 opiates, that's out now. Crystal meth. All these different drugs that are out now. And these drugs are being released for end times. So that the spirit... of mind control can manipulate those that don't believe. Like this is a really huge thing. That's coming against man. I remember seeing on YouTube, and I, I don't know if if anybody else has seen it. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. But people were taking bath salts. And the police would try to arrest them. And they, this thing would be filmed, and you would see people foaming and spitting, eyes black bodies contorting, you could literally see the demon operating in the people under the influence of this drug that they had ingested, this doorway that they had opened up, which allowed the demon to come into them. People, y'all better, y'all, you know what? Y'all better get this. Y'all better hear this. Mind control. I told you this morning is going to be good. Mind control. You might want to get your little donut with that coffee. Okay? Mind control. Now, I don't know if y'all seen this, but I'm sure you did. There was a story in the news about a man who was under the influence and I think I heard this story more than once. Different people in different places uh, where 
they were under the influence of a drug and ate some bit somebody face or part of their bodies. Come on now. If that ain't demonic, tell me what is. What is? This is an end time release of mind control against mankind. The God of this world has blinded the minds of them <clears throat> that do not believe. The spirit of unbelief. It affects and veils our belief and our trust in God. It, 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 it blocks and covers and prevents you from receiving the blessings of God so that your, your, your mind, because then you can't do what the world says, casting down imaginations. This is the same spirit I submit to you. This is the same spirit that hampered the disciples over in Matthew 17 and 20 when they couldn't cast that demon out of that demonic boy. Satan wants to control your mind. And he want to do that to make you worship him. You know, that's what witchcraft is about. And that's why women of God, all this yoga, all this... Uh, Acupuncture. All of that stuff that's presented to you as if, oh, and, and hold on, let me, let me, I just, it came to me, uh, uh, let me, this, uh, 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 these coloring books, these adult coloring books that have these mantras. And you color in, have all these different designs. Oh, yeah. All of that kind of stuff is rooted in witchcraft. <clears throat> rooted in witchcraft. In your mind, you just thinking, oh, this book, you know, you color. Uh, and, um, no, it helps, it helps you, uh, you know, it helps you calm down. Um, it helps bring peace to you, right? Listen, mantras come out of Hinduism and, 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 and Buddhism, all of this stuff. And 
it's where you uh, repeatedly do a thing to help aid you in concentration, right? That's the guise that it's under. Listen, no born again Christian have no business doing any of that thing. Jesus has already told us what to do. Cast all your cares upon him because he cared for you. When you pray, he told us to pray. That's what he told us to do. We have no business doing that, that stuff. Because all of these things operate under the spirit of unbelief. And it is designed to veil our belief and trust in God. Satan wants to control your mind. The Bible has already explained to us and given us the precept and instruction that let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Let me say that again. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. That's the mindset that we want. That's the mindset that we want. Because all of these things, what they do is they prevent you from looking, following, walking in the light, in the light of Christ. When Satan, when the enemy, any enemy, because unlike God, Satan is only one. Okay? He can't be everywhere at all times, but the God you serve. The only real and true living God is omniscient and omnipresent. But there are minions that work under Satan that has given the authority by Satan to operate in certain areas. And what these demons do is manipulate the world around you in order to get you in a position where you do things that 
puts you in a position of worship of him. And one of the things that he uses is mind control. Ultimately, trying to steal your soul. You see, if, 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 if Satan is allowed to get between your ears, in your mind, then guess what? Yeah, the whole person. If he in your mind. See, the way you think. Controls the way you act. The scripture says, so is a man thinking, so is he. And if Satan controls and is the author of the very thoughts that you think, then how you respond, what you do and what you say will be a result of what your thoughts are. Whatever your thoughts are, be they good or bad. You know, glory to God, glory to God. You must have the wisdom that God has provided in his word from him to understand what's going on when things are occurring. Because daily things are happening to us and we're not understanding the manipulation that's going on because we just live in our life every day and we're not understanding that really God is trying to instruct us, but we're not hearing God because the spirit of mind control is operating and is hindering the thing that God has put in front of us. Perfect example. Paul said, why do I do the things that I don't want to do? So you got to ask yourself, and I'm sure we all, I can't be the only one. You do some stuff, some situation happen, you do some stuff, you don't even know why you're doing this stuff. Or it don't come out the way that what has influenced you, what has transpired, or what has happened that you did this thing. See, if it ain't no good, if it's, if it's bad, and it's evil, it came from Satan, okay? And we have to get this. 
We have to really, really, really get this. We have to stop walking around here holier than thou, thinking that we don't do no wrong or that because we're good. Well, I'm good. I don't cuss. I don't drink. I don't go out. I don't cheat on my wife or my husband. I'm a good person. I treat it. You got to stop thinking that good is going to save you. Because even when you're good, evil is always present. Hmm. Bad thoughts, always present. You didn't hear what I just said, did you? Bad thoughts. Where are these thoughts coming from in your mind? Where are these bad thoughts coming from in your mind? If you so good. Why are you still having bad thoughts? Why are you still struggling with bad thoughts if your being good was good enough? That's all I'm saying. We got to get this, women of God. We must get this. We must get it, understand it, and begin to resist. Resist. Because the scriptures say, resist the devil and he will do what? Come on, say it with me. Flee. That's what it say. That's exactly what it say. Resist, resist the devil, and he will flee. James 4 and 7. Submit yourself then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. That is the word of God. That does not change. That's what it says. And in God's magnificent wisdom, he has provided apostolic prayer strategies and weapons in his word that will Utterly destroy all the forces of darkness. That is a word right there, ladies. Resist the devil and he will flee. Submit yourself then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. Now, I'm going to need you to go get your pencil because where I'm about to go, 
we about to dig deeper into this attack on our minds. This mind control, this spirit of mind control that's out there that is trying to overcome and overrun the women of God, the people of God. But since I'm talking to the women of God, go get your pencil. Write this down. The Greek word for veil, called uma, it means to, to cover up, to conceal a thing, to screen, screen it off, a fog. To hide. Hmm. To shade. You know when you throw shade? Like, like, like you ain't, it's something you don't really want them to, you don't really want to say what really you're thinking. So you just throw a little shade because you want to, you want to hide. You want to be deceptive of the thing. Yeah, yeah. To misrepresent. Hmm. Keep on walking with me, will you? Paul Rua. Parua. P O R O O. Now, that's the Greek term, and it's defined as block, to barricade. Get this right here. Feeble-minded. Now, I want y'all going all around, you know, calling each other Peru-o. You just a Peru-o. Weak. Visionless. Get this right here. Visionless. Hold on to that one right there. Visionless. When you are visionless, when you don't have a vision, and I know what, and I know y'all know this. Noema, the mind, and it is the seat of your will, your emotion. It is the very part that God has commanded the children of Israel and the ecclesia to worship him with. That's what we should be worshiping God with. Our noema, the seat of our mind. Our will. It is, it is the part of man, the will. It is the thing that God gave to us that he did not give to any other creation. He gave it 
to man. That is the thing that God wants us to worship him with. The seat of our mind. Y'all got to get this. Y'all got to hear this this morning. We must understand that the spirit of mind control wants to win the battle of the mind. Because that is the thing, the very thing that God created and gave man that he did not give to any other creation. It is the very thing by which God loved us so much for. Y'all got to hear that. You have to hear and understand what it is about you that God loves. Because I know, the reason I know, from asking and speaking to many saints, men and women, high and low. Why do God love us so much? Or why do, out of all of God's creation, considering he created the angels before he created us, but why is it that God loved us so much? Next, next time, I'll tell you what. Think about it yourself. See if you come up with an answer that suffice. Then go ask your pastor. Y'all said it. You heard it here first. The church lady. Go ask your pastor why God loves man so much. Come back, post it. Tell me about it. Email me. Drop an email. Okay. Tell me what your pastor said, why God loves man so much, specifically. If they give you five, ten reasons, that's good. It, it, I, I, I ain't no, see, ain't no wrong or right question. This ain't no, this ain't no trick question. Okay, this ain't no trick question that I'm asking you to try to go out and find or, or, or I'm trying to ask you to go out and, 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 and be a, a, a problem uh, to your leadership, ask them something that, you know, like it's a trick question, like they just got to have uh, the answer to this question. No, that's not it. I just want you to understand here, right now, during this cup of coffee, That the mind in the Greek, the noema, the seat of the mind, your wills and your emotions is the very part 
that the Lord hath commanded. That you worship him with. I just want to drop that down in your spirit. The reason being is because. Women of God. We must understand. That the spirit of mind control. Really wants to win the battle. Of your mind. It wants. To take up occupancy there. And arrest the development of your spiritual self in every believer. Keep your pencils out, ladies. I'm going to give you some food for thought dealing with mind control and, and this is a spirit. Don't get confused right here, okay? I'm talking about a demonic spirit. An entity. That's what I'm talking about. Don't get confused. Because... The scriptures say, we battle not against flesh and blood. Come on, y'all know it. Over there in Ephesians. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Just exactly what do you think that means? No, for real. Because apparently some of us ain't really getting it. We're not really understanding. We say that, but we're not getting the reality. Let me say it again. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. So if it's not flesh and blood, then what is it? Oh, you got it. That's right. It's spirit. That's right. But against principalities. You do realize that principalities is a spirit. Against powers. No, it's not talking about the world powers. Y'all wake up. Come on now. Go with me. Come on. Walk with me. Powers. There are demonic entities that are called powers. That's what they're called. Against the rulers of the darkness. Rulers of the darkness. I know you, you, you got that right. Rulers of the darkness of this world. The darkness of this world. What is the darkness of this world? 
just what exactly is the darkness of this world. And when you understand that, you will understand that there are different entities over the different levels and sections of darkness in this world, in this world. You know, you got dark comedy, right? And I ain't gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about comedy uh, another time, but let me throw this out here to you, dark comedy. Okay? I just read it to you. Who you wrestle against. The rulers of the darkness of this world. So if you have anything that comes under the darkness of this world, there's a ruler over that. Who does that ruler serve? Who made him a ruler? Okay? You know who made him a, a, a ruler? The king of this world. Who gave him the authority and the power over that dark thing that he is ruling over? Come on, ladies. We got to get this right here. We got to stop the taking out manipulated opening doors and allowing the enemy to come in and rule in our life and places that God that we say that we have given to God Amen. Come on, it's all right. I got more coffee. Y'all ain't gonna drink up all my coffee this morning. Don't even worry about it. See that other pot over there I just put on? I know it was so good to you. It was writing and stuff like that. While I was over there putting on another cup of coffee for y'all, uh, a pot of coffee, because I want y'all to, to be comfortable. Uh, yeah, even look, get some more pillows. Put a pillow behind your hip head. Put a pillow behind your feet. Okay, sit down, get comfortable. Let's go in. Let's go in deep. Y'all going in with me? Y'all gonna go in with me? Alright. Alright. I told you this morning was gonna be Because the enemy wants to control your mind. And woman of God, he is not playing. So we're gonna talk about these systems. These snares, these snares that the enemy put out that often traps us, mine occult, occultic things that, that, oh, we think, oh, let me just, oh, that's, um, it ain't nothing. That's just entertainment. If I, you know, call the palm reader or, um, you know, at the fair and, and there's somebody with some cars or there's somebody with some numbers doing numbers. And let me see what my number is. That's going to give me, you know, a good word. Mind control. Memory loss. Mental blocks, mental torment, worrying, 
all the time. Just worrying, 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 worrying. Mental blocks. You know, I've had quite a few friends who who tried to do things over and over and over and over and over and over, was praying, 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 praying over and over and over. And they had to fight that thing and fight that thing and fight that thing and finally got breakthrough. Mental blocks. Mental illness. Breakdown in communication. Schizophrenia, emotional callus, ha, emotional calluses. Can we go there for a minute? We just going to stop in for a minute. Stuff you say don't bother you no more, but you really know that it do. And you still trying to say it's okay. Uh, emotional calluses, a lot of times uh, walk hand in hand with Unforgiveness. Not unforgiveness that you receive, but that which you have to give. I'm not going to stay there another time. I'm going to talk about unforgiveness and I'm going to talk about emotional calluses. I just want to put that in here for a minute. Stress. Fatigue, always tired when it's time to go to church because you worked all day long and now you don't want to go out. It's a Tuesday. It's a Wednesday. You don't want to go out. You just tired. Procrastination, sadness, grief, headaches. And ladies, I am wanting you so much to hear this. Those migraine headaches. Those migraine headaches that the women of God be getting, I come against them in the name of Jesus. I pour the blood of Jesus on that spirit that is holding on and squeezing uh, in the minds of the women of God under the precepts that uh, it is that, that that spirit that hides itself in the physical Even the doctors can't understand why it's happening to you. And over the years, been giving you this kind of medication and that kind of medication. And you've been praying and you've been doing this and fasting and doing this. But yet still, you are having migraine headaches. Hallelujah. I come against that thing right now in the name of Jesus. You can no longer stay here. You must go. The women of God are resisting migraine headaches. Mental strongholds, these are the hiding places. We must fight and use revelatory wisdom of God to keep the spirit of Christ in our minds. And the spirit of mind control out. How do we do this? How do we do this, church lady? 
Help us, church lady, to understand what you are saying. The casting down of imaginations. The casting down of imaginations. Not accepting the devil's thoughts, his suggestions, his visions. This right here, casting down of imagination, this is a spiritual weapon that you must use to be victorious over the enemy. You got to learn how to fight to maintain God's vision. You have to understand and learn that you must only accept thoughts that come with the word of God. This is how you cast down imaginations. In every high and lofty stronghold that exalts itself, Against the knowledge of God. Go with me quickly. Over to 2 Corinthians 10. Second Corinthians 10. Let me see something. Hmm. For though we live in, in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Oh, I, I, I'm reading uh, uh, 2 Corinthians 10. Verses 3 and 5, 3 to 5. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world, world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. They have, don't you want a weapon that have divine power to demolish strongholds? We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Women of God, that is power. Okay? That's power. Because the Spirit... One of the demonic entities, the spirit of mind, call, uh, mind control, is the spirit of wotich. W-O-T-E-I-G-E. -E. Now, this is a, a, a creature. It's, 
it, it, its physical shape is like that of an octopus or a squid. Ladies, if you having dreams and you are dreaming of some kind of creature wrapping its arms around you and holding you or pulling at you and these dreams that you are having, this creature it, uh, 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 comes in the shape like it's an octopus or a, a squid or something. It, it has all of these different tentacles. <clears throat> then you need to fight that. You need to stop waking up thinking that, uh, oh, you had a bad dream, that this is just a bad dream. Quickly, when you go to sleep, and your spirit man, because I think many people don't really, I don't know if you think about it or if you understand this right here. You do understand that when you go to sleep, the flesh go to sleep. The spirit part of you don't go to sleep. You do understand that, right? That you don't go to sleep. That the spirit part of you don't go to sleep. Look, you have to shut the door. You do understand that the spirit part of you, it don't go to sleep. Right? Ladies, I have to uh, apologize for the little slip up in the recording. Um, but I'm going to jump right back in to where I was. And I had just said to you that when you go to sleep, your flesh go to sleep. Your spirit don't go to sleep. Okay? I know some of y'all ain't, ain't probably thought about that in them terms. As to what happened when you sleep. And you see, this, this is, 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 is a... Um, this is a... Problem in the ecclesia that we are not being taught what to do. See, people will tell you, oh, just stand, but they won't tell you what standing is and how to stand. They don't explain that part to you. And so many of us don't know how to fight back. We know that we, we, we should fight. You know what I'm saying? We know that, you know, let the Lord fight your battles, but we don't know how to let the Lord fight our battles. Many things are preached to us 
And, and, and I have to stop right here and say this because I'm seeing that, that, that some of y'all are hearing this type of stuff for the first time. But you've been being preached to for a long time. And 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 this is 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 where I'm gonna go with this to say what I'm um to get the point across of what I'm saying over in the book of Acts. Chapter 16, when Paul and Silas were together, and they came upon a female slave, and she had a spirit by which she predicted the future. This story is told over in Acts 16 somewhere around verse 16. She, she predicts the future, okay? And she had these people that own her by fortune telling. And she was following them around, the scriptures say, for many days. Finally, Paul became annoyed With her following him around. And she and he commanded the spirit to come out of her. Now the spirit that she had uh, was a spirit that her owners would use to predict the future of what's going to happen to them. Okay, and this spirit would come upon this, this woman and she would have the ability to tell people, whoever that person was that would come to her, that she, uh, 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 whatever they wanted, be it a man or a woman, whoever it was, uh, uh, this is what this spirit that had control of this uh, female slave would do. Now, this spirit of divination, this demonic spirit would come upon her <clears throat> and she would talk. So the spirit would operate in her and in she in her body, and then she would use her voice, her mind, her voice, and she would talk and tell people. People would come, and the spirit would use her to tell the people certain things, whatever it was that they asked of them. A lot of it lies. Okay, 
And the people would pay money for this. Well, the name of that spirit. Now, I know uh, 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 y'all done heard that story, priest and priest and priest and priest. But I have to ask you right here. How many of you women of God have heard that story preached and the preacher talked about the demon and told you the name of the demon or what type of demonic spirit it was that was using this girl operating in her and causing her to be able to tell people different things. Well, this particular demonic spirit um, was using mind control because he was controlling her mind, putting thoughts in her mind in which she was verbalizing to the people. It's called a python. And the physical shape is that just like we know the word to mean the, the snake. Okay. This demonic spirit is called a python. Now, notice this. Paul casted that spirit out of that woman. But where does that spirit go? He casted it out of that woman. He did not destroy that spirit. So being that this happened, whenever it happened, that spirit still is in existence in the world today. He just cast it out of that woman. And so... You have to be aware of this. And so I asked how many preachers have preached this and let you know while preaching this that this demonic spirit still is in the world today. And just like it inhabited her and was used of her, it seeks to do the same thing today. It didn't stop seeking to do that which it had been given the authority to do here in the earth. It's still here, operating in people today, right now. And as many as times as you've heard that story over and over and over again and different things were brung out of that story in order for you to use, how many times have you heard that story preached, but the preacher did not give you the tools that you need to use against that spirit for you today? I'm just saying. That spirit is a python. And its shape is just like a large constrictor, you know, those anaconda snakes. And this spirit, what it does is it squeezes the life out of relationships, out of families, and out of churches. This is why, women of God, you have to be so 
careful walking in the prophetic because there is a fake spirit that operates in the church and through people, women, a prophetic spirit, a fake one. Oh, I'm Hello, ladies. This is part two. I'm going to continue where I was, where I left off at talking about the counterfeit prophetic spirit operating in women in the church today. That we need to be mindful of this spirit, of this demonic spirit. That every time this prophetic spirit that's telling you about things in your future, you have to be careful. Because if it is a word from God, it should only be confirmation. Of what God has already put in your heart. That. Is a whole nother message right there. A whole nother pot of coffee. And so that I. Stay on track. With the elephant. In the room. Exposing the spirit of mind control. I want you to be aware of these different demonic entities that still operating in the world today and how they attack today and what you can do to fight in the weapons that you have to use the weapons in your arsenal, how to use them, when you should use them, when these things are taking place so that you recognize what's going on. Because women, this stuff is real. This spirit of Python This um, octopus and this and this and this squid, uh, 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 this spirit that that um, looks and 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 comes in and uh, uh, attacks the 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 women of God, um, you know, sometimes in our dreams and. And and what's going on in your waking hours when you wake when you're awake and 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 you having all of these different um, issues like I said before all of this sadness all of this depression all of this grief these headaches all this mental torment that we going through this worry 
These are demonic mind control things that are coming against you in the spirit realm that's manifesting itself. But we are not being told these things and we are living our whole life. And we are wondering why this stuff is taking place to us and it is more popular for people to dismiss it as something else rather than to accept the truth of what's going on. It's easier for people to say that none of this stuff, oh, that stuff ain't real. That stuff ain't real. That's just people talking. That stuff people done made up. And once again, I'm going to say this. If all of this stuff is made up, there's no truth to it. And you say, I'm a good person. I don't lie. I don't steal. I'm not killing, no, going around killing, trying to kill people, fighting. I don't do drugs. I just raise my kids. I'm married. I'm good. If you are so good and good was good enough, then where are all of these bad thoughts that are coming in your good mind coming from? If you so good. Now, you can reject this, what I'm saying, reject the scriptures that I've given you as a foundation and as a witness for the things that I'm saying right here. You can reject it. You can refuse to believe it. You can say that the church lady don't know what she's talking about. And you can keep living in confusion. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I think that many of you, when you hear this right here, and you go in and search the scriptures, and you begin to pray, and you begin to fast on these things that I'm, I'm bringing to your mind, I believe that maturation will take place in your spirit. And you'll begin to fight black because this is what this is about. Fighting back. This is what this is about. Exposing that spirit. Not just exposing it, but also uh, making you aware. And showing you how to use and what weapon to use specifically against this spirit and explaining to you how to break your weapon down, how to clean your weapon, and most of all, how to use your weapon to keep yourself safe. We have to get the word of God and use it correctly. So that it's able to do what God said it would do in our lives. Go with me over to Job 38, verse 31. Go with me to Job 38.
Job, the book of Job, chapter 38, verse 31. Are you there? Go there with me. And we're going to see about Orion. Go all the way down. To verse 31. And it says. We're going to read 31. 32. And 33. Okay. Can you bind the chains. Of. Polites. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Can you loosen Orion's belt? Can you bring forth the constellations in their seasons or lead out the bear with its cubs? Do you know the laws of the heavens? Can you set up God's dominion over the earth. Orion. Who is. This Orion. And, 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 and he obviously. He has a belt. Can you loosen Orion's bell? Now, it, 32 says, can you bring forth the constellations in their seasons? We know what the constellations are, right? Right? Do, do y'all know what the... Y'all know what the constellations are? Y'all should. I mean, most of us are... Uh, We, we still remember school definition of con what the definition of constellations are. Right? They taught us that um, in school. It's a set of stars. Watch out now. It's a set of stars. Okay, I said it again. It's a set of stars. The 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 big and the short of it. Explaining and, and and so I don't have to go all scientific on you. Okay. It's a set of stars. This Orion that's mentioned over in Job 38. Is a demonic entity whose job it is to block spiritual growth. 
Now, This demonic entity that blocks spiritual growth, guess what? He also controls and releases counterfeit gifts. Counterfeit gifts. That's right. He releases counterfeit gifts. Ain't that something? See, sometimes we know about stuff. Counterfeit gifts. Images of counterfeit. We 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 done heard that time and time again. Counterfeit gift. But how you know? Who who talks about these things? Do we ever talk about them? Do anybody ever, without trying to be specific or, 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 or using a certain person, because I don't want to talk about Uh, uh, a person okay I'm not talking about a human being person that ain't what I'm talking about here that ain't what I'm trying to help you with who fake you should already know that I'm talking about defining counterfeit gifts of the spirit Defining counter gift gifts of the spirit. Because this thing that is happening to us is serious because of all these different gifts that people are exhibiting in the body. You got all these people, uh, these motivational gifts, people just able to motivate you to do all kind of different stuff. They're just so motivational. You got all these ministry gifts. Where people just have all these different ways to administer different things. You got all these different manifestations that's, you know, taking place where people are demonstrating all this supernatural stuff that's taking place inside of the ecclesia. And you know what, lady? God uses all of these gifts 
to minister to the church. To accomplish his work in the world. Now, if God uses all of these different gifts, what do you think the enemy does? Because he's always in opposition to God. So, if there's a blessing of spiritual gift, believe me, there's a demonic entity that has been given the authority from Satan to block the blessing, the spiritual gift that you have. You, you have to understand that for there is an opposite, a counterfeit operating in this world. And it's operating in deliverance, in a prophetic. Because that is the place where God operates and gives his people instruction on how to live in this world. The enemy know this. And that's why our wherefore, our weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We must begin to pull down these strongholds by using the word of God, the weapon of our warfare. We have to begin to use this, the weapons of our warfare. To pull down strongholds. Because these strongholds that have set themselves up against you. So we must understand that when engaging in when engaging in warfare, this is not a physical fight, but this is a spiritual fight. And we have an enemy. That's described as a roaring lion.
That's what he's described as. A roaring lion. We have to pull down all of these demonic entities, this, this pythons, these orions, these, this, this spirit of pride, this uh, leviathan. That one is definitely one we need to fight and pull down. The spirit of pride. That, that's like a chameleon. Because you can't even hardly tell when pride is at work. You can't even tell. It, 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 it hides so well. Self-pride. You know, all these different, you know, these, these, these water wizards. We have to pull this stuff down. We have to clear out these breeding places. We got to fill all these places where all these demonic spirits and these entities that come against us daily that we just been brushing off. And because we've been brushing these things off and not using the weapons of our warfare, the word of God and understanding and recognizing when these things are taking place and just walking in the flesh and as if this was just a normal thing and brushing these things off saying that these things are not real. But meanwhile, we are struggling in our day-to-day -day lives. We have to start Filling up these places with the blood of Jesus. We have to start displacing all of these destructive spirits out of their position that they have in our life. All these positions of strength. We have to begin to use the weapons of our warfare. We have to begin to releasing the all-consuming fire from God against them. The fire that will consume and devour them from our minds, our wills, and our emotions. We have to do this with the word of God. We have got to begin to recognize and realize when you are under attack and stop not doing anything and dismissing these things that are taking place in your everyday lives and begin to fight back. That's what you have to do. Because I've already discussed with you that 
you being good and all of this not applying to you, it's not going to work no more. You've been warned. You've been warned. Go with me quickly over to Psalms 119. Come on, I got something for you. Psalms 119. Psalms 119, verse 130. Go there with me. And I've been reading from the NIV. I, I think I said this when I first uh, began talking to you. The unfolding of your word gives light. It gives understanding unto the simple. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, bring light and expose all areas of darkness to the women of God. Ladies, remember, you heard it here first, that it's not always about you, the church lady. Hope to see you again for another cup of coffee. Drop by. I'm going to have some more interesting stuff for you. And know this, that I believe that there needs to be more talk about these type of things. I believe this and I know this inside of my heart. That we need to discuss these type of things more often. And we also need to discuss and share with one another what you can do literally and what you can use. And again. When you having dreams and you dreaming that all these, something is pulling on you or these arms, all these tentacles, these things that's wrapping around you and, and things like that, know that that's an attack. That's just not a monster dream. Okay? That's an attack. When you having dreams and 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 there is, you know, dark clouds and all of these things like this in your dream darkness and you can't see, that's an attack. That's an attack against your vision, against your mind. That's what that is, an attack. It's been good, lady. And until you drop by again for another cup of coffee, remember what I'm always saying. It ain't always all about you, the church lady.